Hi, you're listening to the TL Podcast. My name is Thomas Lehuang, and I am interviewing someone who seems ordinary, but who is achieving extraordinary things. That is the quest of this interview. Rachel Denning from uh, Wisebury Heritage. Can you just tell me a little bit about um, your award and what it means to you? So the Property Manager of the Year Award, um, what it means to me, it means absolutely everything. I have, when I first was hired by Wisebury and I found out that you guys do annual awards, I'd previously come from a boutique agency Right. So that was not something that we had. Um, and it was a goal to strive for, something to have in reach to be able to work towards. Yes. It means absolutely everything because everything I have done in the last three years, I have done to work towards that award, not just being recognised for the hard work, but I think having a rec- something to recognise what property managers do not only for my clients, but for my team, for me as a person, the time, effort, everything we put into our role. Um, just that little bit of recognition and something to have my name sitting on it brings that fire, that, that fire that we work towards every day. It just relights that to work even harder. Right. Um, and it's on the night the emotions that came with getting that award um, even took me by surprise. So I think it's definitely something that I strive towards every day but subconsciously really wanted to achieve. So can, can you just uh, explain to us a little bit about the, the kind of emotions that uh, overwhelmed you? Yes, it was a lot of, actually on the night before it was announced, but when it was announced, there's even video footage of me clapping for the person that had won before I actually subconsciously realised that was me. <laughs> um, yeah, because I told myself it, it was such an honour just to be a finalist. It, it wasn't, like, of course everyone wants to win, right? We all have that fire in us that we want to take it out. But even to see myself up there as a finalist and be a part of that night was everything to me that it would have been okay if someone else won. That's fine. I'll try again next year. I'll keep striving for that goal. Um, so when that, even now it gives me goosebumps thinking about it, when that moment comes and that realisation after actually one of my team members had shaken me and she was like, it's you, you won. And the feeling was so much like i finally done it. I've achieved, I've achieved what I set out to achieve from the very moment I came to Wisebury. Um, but also the overflow of emotions of what doors is this going to open? What's my next goal? Where am I going to go now? How am I going to become bigger and better than just this award? Like there was just so much feeling of just complete and utter joy. And I think having my husband there with me to see that because they don't see what we do every day. They just know that we come home an hour after we say we're coming home. 
Um, so for him to really see in the spotlight that all the hard work that I put in, not only at work, but after hours when I'm at home, there I am standing there achieving that award. So I think it was so many different emotions that completely went through me, but more than anything, it was really humbling. Like I became, I felt so grateful that I was seen. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so actually a win for our partners too, isn't it? It's yeah. in, in many ways, yeah. do you, did you, did you feel, or did you have that kind of anxiety that, oh, hold on, how do I explain it to my partner or to my husband if I don't win? I mean, is, is yeah. that something that's yeah. going through your head? You know what, it's really funny you say that because leading up to the night, I was so stressed out about the awards. And he was <laughs> like, it's going to be fine. You need to stop stressing. It will be what it will be. And I'm like, it's not even about me winning. I just want to make sure I look nice. My dress is good. My nails are done. <laughs> so many things. And he, the night that we were, we were walking down to the boat from our apartment and he said to me, you've got this. I know you've got it. And I was like, stop. You're putting it out to the universe. You need to stop doing that. You're yeah. going to jinx it. I'm like, just, it's fine. And it's okay if I don't. I'm happy. Like, I'm really content with where I am right now. And he kept saying to me, no, you've got it. You've got it. You've got it. And I kept sort of shrugging him off. Like, I, I, I won't win it. And then instead of me explaining why I didn't win it, it'll be, a, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then when I... I remember coming off the stage and sitting down and looking at him and he was like, what did I tell you? He was like, I knew that you would take this out. And I think it was even more humbling seeing how much he believed that. So he sees, not only does the people I work for see what I do, the most important people, my husband and my children, see me do that every day. And it's funny because my son was with my mum and my mum had told him mummy won the award and my son's response was of course she did she wins everything (laughs) (laughs) oh god and I'm like it just but it's the confidence that they had in me as well it's funny that my my whole family is like you've got this but it's me that was like no no everyone up there deserves it and I was up against some amazing property managers so and that's why I say it was okay if I didn't win because every single person up there deserved it okay the you said that you already set new goals did you actually set new goals just on on the night that's not possible no 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 it it was the feeling of I need to set new goals so I've, I've met one of my biggest goals that I set myself three years ago um, so it, it has actually been swirling around in my head of where, where to from here, where's my next challenge? How am I going to make my mark in the industry? Because for me, being a property manager is amazing, but that's not where it stops for me. Um, I want to be industry changing. I want to make a mark that helps the industry for every other person that comes through afterwards when when my career's over. It's not just doing what's right for now. It's making the changes and sometimes going against the grain and okay. doing things differently for to make it a better industry and 
our finite industry for all the all the agents that come through after us. So I think one of my biggest things that I love to do as as an agent is train. I love to train. I love to mentor. I love to light the fire in people to show that property management or even just the industry alone is not, it doesn't have to be hard. It, it can be so draining and, and mentally exhausting for so many people. And they say the lifespan of a property manager is two years. If you can last two years in the industry, you've, you've got what you need to keep going. But a lot of people don't last those two years because it's not it's not positive. We get a lot of a lot of pushback, a lot of negativity. We we're always fixing problems. We're never and half of the time we have no recognition for that. So it's not a job where if you want a pat on the back every day, don't get into property management. Yeah. Um, but changing the industry to be seen differently for that reason and and creating teams and culture and and relationships where it doesn't have to be hard. It can be a really rewarding job if you have the mindset to be self-motivating. I think that's the biggest thing and the determination to keep yourself up here while the industry is pushing you here. And I think that's not something that's trained in our industry. It's right. all processes, procedures, and how to have a certain disc type or talk to people. Of course, connection is everything. But what about yourself what do you have to build within yourself to keep your mindset where it needs to be to build that relationship with people right do you know what i i would like to really talk about how you got to your goals because you said three years ago you set the goal so mm. so that for not necessarily property managers but but anyone who uh who's planning on winning an award may just learn something from you here because when I first saw you, I went, nah, this lady should be in sales. What is she doing? Anyway, <laughs> you, <laughs> you've got your priorities right and that's fantastic. But le let's go back to three years ago. So you got in and you said, I'm going to win an award. And, and, and did you set that kind of, um, uh, what is it? Did you plan it? Uh, and, and, or did you wait until you uh, attended the first awards night? Well, no, it was actually something that I had a very close friend, Stephanie, that was in the industry and she had coached me a lot throughout my early days when I worked with another agency. Um, and I said to her, I, I want to eventually get where you are. Like, I, you, you inspire me. And she said to me, you need to get into a large agency and work your way to be seen, whether that be an award or whether that be that you lead people or you you grow within yourself, but you need to keep working on it until you're seen as as who you are and what and what you aspire to be. So I think when I first came to Wiseberry, I like I said, I was from a boutique agency. I hadn't worked for a bigger agency and had like, or even our training days and things like that, like all the exposure to the network. Um, and, but I knew from the very first time I knew that there was an award that I would strive to one day stand on that stage. And it, it was what fed the fire every day. Like I said, there's times and days in property management and in the industry where it, it really weighs you down. Yeah. Um, and I think 
the biggest thing I've learned over those three years is not to self-destruct. And I think a lot of people do that when when their road's not going the way they want it to go and how how better to completely put yourself where you don't want to be than to self-destruct the where you're going. Okay. Um, so so, I so think, let, let, let's me recap for the moment. First of all, you yeah. had a mentor. So, so, so this yeah. coach who actually uh, sowed a seed, a seed for you to, to be up there. Okay. Then yeah. you went and searched for that kind of office that's going to be big enough where you could really be at the top there, right? Yeah. Then you went from there and decided, hold on, now I, uh, I've, got, I've got the agency, I've got the goal. So what do we do then? What do we do? You can't just jump in and go, well, I'm going to go flat out. I mean, no. did you set a plan? Yeah. To be honest with you, not really. I didn't. And some would say, especially in, in my office, um, I came in absolutely guns a-blazing. Um, it was because I'd come from a, from a boutique agency into a bigger agency, seeing the processes, procedures, how certain things were done, I absolutely came in firing gunshots left, right and centre. <laughs> um, I think sometimes... I probably came in a little bit too strong, right. but it was definitely I came to to stand to make my mark um, and give all the knowledge that I had gained previously. Because I think boutique agencies and larger agencies run very different, but there's a lot from both that they can combine together that are, can make things amazing. So everything that I had previously, I just kept firing. Firing out, firing out, firing out, firing out. And I did find that coming into the Wiseberry Heritage team initially was very, um, it was amazing. They welcomed me with open arms, but I did things very differently. Um, and I think over a period of time, we sort of started doing things their way, but similar to the, the new processes, procedures and things that I had to bring on board. So I think that's when I really started turning to that goal because I, was, I wasn't I was going to sit back and just be a property manager. Right. I, would, I would go against the grain. <laughs> I would do whatever I could, not to be seen, but to make our office better, help our team be there for people, um, and I think that's where I really found my seat and decided that I, I needed to get out of my comfort zone and do things that I normally wouldn't do um, and just trying to be better. And I think along with that came the recognition and then feeling like that goal was a little bit closer and a little bit closer. Right, okay. Uh, hi, Maddie. This is Maddie here. Your sound is not on. You hi, might want to put your sign on. And... Maddie is from our uh, office in Foster, and she's won the uh, marketing person for the year. Uh, now, the some some people are going to be wondering why don't I just organize for a property manager and property officer to be in the same one, and and I don't want to talk about the job. I really want to talk about your awards, and hence for me, it was very much I didn't want to organize. It was there was. Uh, uh, about six meeting time schedule and whoever was going to be in was going to be in that same pool. 
because I think that winners breathe the same thing. And today, if I can just get out the gems that winners go through, it would be fantastic. So I've just heard you about you now. I believe that you didn't need any plan, Rachel. What you needed was a big why. And you got a big why and you kept grinding at it, kept grinding at it. So why don't I'm just asking Maddy a question now? You might want to think about this next. So, and, and, and what you want to think is what happened when you didn't win the first year? And what happened you, when you didn't win the second year? What went through your mind and what kind of determination? Or did you think, oh man, this is too hard? Or, or obviously they have some preferential treatment and this kind of garbage, right? So think about all this. Hi, Maddy, how you doing? Hello. I'm so sorry I'm late. I'm actually out at a little property in the middle of Toowoomba. Oh, and yeah. there was not much service. I had to run and go get the owner's Wi-Fi. <laughs> that, oh, wow. That's all right. That's all right. Congratulations again on your win. Thank you. It Thank was you very well very deserved. You, it was a uh, second year for you in um, as a finalist. In that category, yeah. yeah so, so what did you Actually, think on the night? third year. Third year. If oh, my God. 2019, I was receptionist of the year finalist oh, when oh I was a peninsula. Yeah, but that was not in the same one. So you can't, you can't cheat. You can't cheat, right? So... Can, can oh, you, it was it was such an incredible night. Honestly, yes. actually, the amount of people I said, I was like, it was just such a good night. I was on a look. I was on a high prior to winning the award. It was something obviously we'd done a little bit different to the boat. Was something that was very different. And I I love water. I love Sydney Harbour. I used to live in Sydney for two years, so it was kind of go, going back to my old home. It was really really lovely. And then just catching up with so many different people because. You know, like I was I was only like 20, 19, 20 when I first came into the Wisebury family and it was just always so good to catch up with people that you just don't get to see anymore or maybe don't get to talk to. Um, so the night for me, I was on such a high prior to, okay. to winning. You, you so, were yeah. already drunk. Were you, is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I've had a couple, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, so so what, hap- what happened when your, now, your name was announced as the winner? What went through your mind? Look, I'm not going to lie. I tried to go in quite confident, and I and I'd had many conversations with Louise, with my partner, and and I said, you know, I've I've got to be confident, and I and I know that I can do this. Like I've worked my butt off. I know I know that I'm a winner, but I was also just seeing my face up there on the screen. That was that was incredible. But as soon as they announced my name, like my partner actually filmed it, and my my hands just like grabbed my head and. I just, I couldn't believe it. I actually was trying, as corny as it sounds, I was trying so hard not to fight back tears because I was just, that's actually probably one of the most, not only a career highlight, but a life highlight. I can't even explain to you, like it sounds so corny, but it was the happiest moment of my life because it was just the the countless hours and the hard work, it just, it was so worth it. It just made it so worth it and just, Seeing everybody, um, everyone smiles on my face, on their faces, and there, there's not many words to describe the feeling when they when they said my name and I saw my name as the winner. I just was so humbled, so grateful. I just felt all the feels, really. <laughs> oh, that's quite nice. The so, why do you think you won? Look, I I've gone through this in my head as many many times. We all work hard. Or every single finalist that was up there, there's a reason why we were all finalists. We all work hard in our very, very different ways. For me, I like, and, I, and I've always been this way, I like to think of my creative personality as quite unique. My brain does not switch off, ever. 
my best ideas actually often come to me at like 3 a.m., 2 a.m. So my notes in my phone are just full of weird and wacky ideas. I also try to think outside the square with everything that I do, but I try to make – so, for example, I'm not sure if, if anyone has picked up on it, but with the two offices, especially um, Foster and Port, I do this thing with every listing and it's called the brief is simple. And I try to capture the property in three simple words so that it immediately, whether it's spacious, private, family, investment, there's three words to kind of attract a buyer in or attract someone in. And that was something that I, I was something I really wanted to bring into our office that would make us quite unique. And um, it's, yeah, there's, there's lots of little different things. It's, I honestly think it comes down to my uniqueness in the way I'm creative. Yep. I don't like to copy. I do like to draw inspiration, but I don't ever like to copycat. I like to just always put my own spin on things, and I think I've really done that over the last two years with Port and Foster. You're another one that goes against the grain. All right, let's get me go back to uh, the, <laughs> the first one who goes against the grain. All right, so Rachel, have you thought about what I just asked you prior? why I won? No, what what happened when uh, the first year, the, uh, the first award winner, um, why you didn't get called, why you didn't get into the finalist, or why, you know? Yeah, yeah. Look, I think it wasn't my time, and I was okay with that, but don't get me wrong, when those finalists come out and you don't see yourself up there, naturally, you go into a as well, what haven't I done this year? What can I do better? How can I do that? And this is where I talk about self-destruction, where you can go down one or two roads. You can say it's too hard and I can't do this and they're not going to recognise me and it's all their fault. It's got nothing to do with me. And I think it's so easy to go down that rabbit hole. Yes. But I think a lot of the time, it, what got me through those times was it's not my time yet. And I'm not yet at the place within my career that I need to be recognised. So it wasn't that it needed to happen in 12 months, two years, three years. When it was meant to happen, it was going to happen. And I was going to keep working as hard as I could until I got there. Yep. Um, and I think this year alone, has, there's been many, many changes, not only in me, my mindset, my life that I feel like if any year was the right year you, in those you're three going, years. You're going, you're going too fast. You're going too fast. So after the first yeah. year, you had self-analysis or self-reflection, right? What yeah. happened when yeah. the second year? What happened in the second year in your head? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was similar. I think it was a bit more – I think it was easier to go down that rabbit hole in the second year because I'd worked I, – I felt that I'd worked really, really hard. But I'd also realised that maybe I hadn't been making the effort that I need to make within the network. So not only do I work for Wiseberry Heritage, I need to be there for my network as well. Um, it's bigger. So I think a lot of the times, even our training days, where I'm somebody that's actually quite afraid of public speaking, getting up in front of a lot of people <laughs> makes me really nervous. Um, so I remember one of our training days and somebody needed to come up 
And as much as I didn't want to, I was like, you need to get your ass up there. <laughs> you need to get up there cool. and be seen, be out of your comfort zone. And I think in that second year, that was very much what I focused on. Um, being not just, like I said, not just being there for my team, but being there for the network as well, getting out of my comfort zone. And I think I, a lot of learning came from that as well about myself. Okay. And so you said a bit earlier that something really changed. You changed a lot of things this year. So that was the beginning of the change. But then what else did you change? My mind, my mindset, massively. Um, I found that I would be easily persuaded in the way I would think. Um, I would turn negative quite easily. Um, and this year very much became about holding my, holding my peace, keeping my mind clear and positive for my success. So I, I felt that I'd given quite a lot to others where this year was very much giving more to myself than to others. So I'm still there, but really focusing on where I need to be and how to get myself there and protect my own peace um, so that my mindset didn't go ways that it shouldn't go. It was very much, it's a very humbling year this year. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Looks, yeah. looks like you're going to have to think a bit deeper because my next question is going to get you to go a bit deeper there, right? So, so Maddie, yeah. wh what about you? What happened when you didn't get it last year? I put it down to a lot of things. I was still kind of finding my feet back into the, not even back into the office, but back into the network. Um, and also, look, it's, it's easy to make excuses. It's so easy to make excuses and say, oh, like they were just better or they have a bigger team. And um, I think that's definitely what I did was I was just like, oh, they, they just have a bigger team. There's more people. Heritage is just the... the the king um but upon reflection I also had a conversation with Louise where I said you know I'm I'm the team of Port and Foster I've got Bronte you know we we bounce off each other and we help um but in terms of in the immediate office you know and I think that's pretty cool like I might not have a team of of seven people um but I've you know I've got me and I I think it was just when I got closer to this year's awards night, I put it down to, well, there's just no excuses anymore. It's just do, do better, be more creative, do things that, do things that are different, that stand out, that just have a bit more of an impact. And yeah, I, th I think that's definitely, I, I'm not going to lie. I put it down to just massive excuses of not winning, um, not winning last year's. It was, I, I just put, I don't want to say I put myself down a little bit, but it was just, I, I, as we got closer to this year's awards night, I was like, no, I know I can do this. I know I can do this. And I think that's why I went in confidence because I, I knew all the hard work that I'd done over the last 18 months and I knew that that was winning material. Yeah, but again, you went a, a, against a, a big monster. I mean, the heritage <laughs> team, they, they got everyone doing a lot of things. So when, when I saw that you were in the list against someone like Amy Butcher, I was thinking, hold on, I know Amy. She's very methodical all her life 
there's been training all her life oh, so yeah. that was going to be a big competition so why would you think that um you you just won over her we did a marketing meeting um at the kind of towards the start of the year we did a, a big network meeting and it was a really good reflection for me to sit back and say yeah i i i'm doing a really good job that marketing meeting actually really that was a bit of a game changer i'm not going to lie that was a huge game changer because i i'd done a lot of preparation notes i'd done a lot of hard work cuz as well like peninsula's casey casey's she's incredible and she comes from that background as well and uh and and Bron- like Bronte, we basically do exactly the same stuff it was such a that meeting kind of hard to put into words but that was a monumental eye opener for me okay all right yeah all right back to you Rachel the um what are, what are the attributes that you would advise a future champion so let's imagine now you're almost there as a coach so and i'm saying to you well what do i have to do to win it because until you've won it everything is uh maybe that will work or maybe that advice will work but both of you now have won it so you would know roughly deep inside the stuff right and and i've heard it already from mary what about you what would be the attributes or what would be the routine what would be the habits they need to create i think what i touched on before self motivation discipline and i think self motivating being the biggest it's it's not a matter of waiting for somebody to pat you on the back and tell you you've done a good job to keep going um if things don't work that's okay keep going um i think it's so easy for people to get stuck in a certain place because they're waiting for that internal award or they're waiting for that you're doing a really good job um so i think being able to pull yourself up motivate yourself um stay disciplined in what you do so it's again in a day in the life of a property manager um being disciplined in how you do what you do and not getting stuck in bad habits it's so easy to do to cut this corner or cut that corner um i think for me i was taught a very different way um and i've always stuck to that way that I do things I'm extremely disciplined I was taught to be extremely disciplined um and not look for that recognition so I think be self made motivated be disciplined allow yourself to have the down days to make the up days even better um and more than anything go along for the ride for more than just yourself okay um I aspire to do what I do every day for my kids. I want to show them what hard work and dedication gets you. Um and that it doesn't just come easily. You got to work hard for it. So I think having that having that core value of why you do what you do also really helps in achieving that goal. But I think the the two biggest ones for me are to motivate yourself and to be disciplined in everything you do. A lot of property managers and I'm not being sexist. Uh obviously women in yeah. our in our organization. <coughs> and 
and many of them are mothers. How do you balance a long day with your private duties? It's hard. <laughs> It's very hard. There's times I come home and, and my kids will say, oh, mum has another good day at work today. <laughs> um, but I think more than anything, It's funny if you ask my daughter, what does your mum do for work? Her friends ask her all the time. And um, she always says, my mum homes people. She helps people find homes. And she's a real estate agent. And just seeing her face light up when she says that makes every single day waking up doing what I do easier. Um, but I find more this year than any other year. It has been about creating the discipline and organisation that I have at work, at home. Um, my mum would tell me all the time, if you were as organised at home as you are at work, your life would run like clockwork. <laughs> and I'm like, but it's easy at work. <laughs> Not so easy at home. Um, so I think this year more than anything, I've become a lot more disciplined at home with the way I do things, having a clear mind, spending time with my kids instead of, like it's all well and good to stay up till nine o'clock and work. It's great. You get, you achieve what you need to achieve. Yeah. But then I find now I've become disciplined enough at work that I can do what I need to do and I can do my job in that time frame that I'm allocated to do it. So then when I'm home, I'm present for my children, which gives me much more much more peace within myself. I don't feel like I'm fighting a battle between two worlds. They've sort of combined into one where when I'm at work, I'm I'm the property manager and, and the leader that I need to be. But then when I'm at home, they still see that side of me, but I'm their mum and I'm, and I'm my husband's wife. And I think that's massive. It changes everything of an afternoon compared to when it was, There was no hat changing. I was property manager all the time. My career came for anything. Um, wow. And I found that, yeah, that it, it, I struggled really, really bad with that for, for a good two years. And and my husband struggled with it a lot because when you're present, I, I, he needed me to be present. But it was work over anything. And I found when I found that balance, I actually enjoyed what I did better and I did it better. Wow. <clears throat> You're already talking like a coach. Um, now, <laughs> now, Maddie, what, what about you? What would be the attribute? I, I know that you shared quite a fair amount already, but to, to win an award, I'm not talking now just as a, um, as a marketeer, But to win an award, what would be the three words, because you're into three words, what would be the three words that you would share with potential champions or people who aspire to win? Three words. Uh, powerful support system. Powerful Honestly, support system. Okay. Having a powerful support system is, for me, that's what really, really, like, really got me through this year. As you would know, Thomas, like I've had a really tough year. It's been from the start of the year to now. Yeah, from, from my accident, I also lost about eight family members this year. This year was really tough on me. 
and I kind of I, I didn't I didn't give up at all, but I did say to Louise, you know, do you think I've done enough this year to maybe become a finalist? And she was just she was just my powerhouse all year. Between my family, my partner, my team, they just all backed me. No one ever, ever doubted me for a second. And when you have a team around you that supports you and roots you and are your biggest fans, for me, and I I mentioned that in my speech on the night, like having, having a support system behind you. It just that's what that's what kept pushing me. Like I, I forget about my, my my love for the job, my passion for creativity. When you've got people around you who are your biggest fans, for me personally, that's what pushed me. That's what helped me become a winner. Okay. How about you, Rachel? I think I would agree definitely that the people you have around you push you every single day to be a better version of yourself. I think that I have, of course, my leaders, Darren, Shane, Naomi, that that push me out of my comfort zone all the time, I think, but the most important people in my support network are the people that are in the trenches with me every day. I can't thank my team for what we do together and the way we gel in our culture. Um, I think they're every single one of them are amazing people and we come to work, we talk about it all the time. We come to work to do the job together. Um, but yeah, I would have to have to completely agree. Your support system is everything. If you're coming to work and you have people that believe in you, um, just as much as you have people believe that you believe in you at home, um, it keeps that fire lit. So here's the uh, big questions here now, because now you've won it. Where, Where do you go from here? Yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be a watch this space time. <laughs> um, I do, I do want to go. I do want to go higher. I want to see how far I can go and things like mentoring people, working in alongside training and and being trying to find my feet as the in, in the industry as more than a property manager um, and where where I go from there, I don't know yet. Um, I'm very interested to see what the new year brings um, and there's new goals to set. So I'm, yeah, not 100% sure, but I know it's going to be big. Sounds to me like someone who knows already but doesn't want to share it on the podcast. I, I, I get it, I get it. <laughs> I said, watch this face. <laughs> All right. what, what about you, Maddie? Where from here? It's funny you ask that because the, the very day, the next day, I said to Louise, I said, what do, what do I do now? And and obviously soaking it all in. But for me, I'd love to go back to back to back to back, you know, make myself indestructible and unbeatable. So always doing better than you were yesterday. I know I live by that daily. Do 1% better than what you did before. So obviously next year I'm going to be trying to outdo myself. Um, but I also, in my career, I'd love to become uh, a leader. So in, in marketing, I'd love to have a team behind me. I'd love to, to grow. Cause with marketing in Port and Foster, it's just me in there now. 
Bronte and I would, would love to grow a team behind us and I'd love to become a leader within the network in my line of work. So over the next 12 months, I think that's something that I'll be really working towards. Okay. Uh, is there anything that uh, either of you would like to just add before I finish with this podcast? Uh, I just a huge thank you to head office, obviously, for the the night was incredible. It was absolutely amazing. That's that's definitely something I'd like to add, and just to all the finalists who who didn't become winners, just strive harder for next year and become one percent better and and. Yeah, you're still a winner. Like, becoming a finalist is a huge deal. So don't look down on yourself and don't make excuses like I did. You're still a winner. And next year, just always take a step in a different direction to, to become the winner. And, and yeah. Nice. Very nice. I'd have to agree. Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> no, I think, massive thank you to the network everything not just the awards night I think for all of the training days and all the hard work you guys put into us um, as individuals not just as teams and I think a massive shout out to all of the finalists that were there with me on that night um, they're all absolute guns of property managers and I can't wait to see next year and who, who takes it out um, because I think every single one of them deserves the recognition and I know they'll put in the hard work again over the next 12 months because why wouldn't you? No doubt. To stand after, up there with a feeling that's absolutely incredible. <laughs> yeah, no doubt after they heard you. Listen, ladies, thank you so much for your hard work, your contribution, and thank you so much for making this podcast with me. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Talk soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.